We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game edition as the Thunder get back on the right side with an absolute drumming of the Los Angeles Lakers, 133 to 110. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. Got my dude JD with me tonight. Fella. Before we dive into uh, the massacre of the Lakers, <laughs> Silva, want to let the listeners know. We are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. You can find our podcast anywhere you download podcasts at, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. You can also find all of our podcasts live streamed and then the videos posted on YouTube. So if you do not follow us on YouTube, make sure to do so. We are closing in on the 2000 mark on the YouTube channel, which is dope. So help us uh, eclipse that number. We would really appreciate that. You can also find all of our thoughts on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we already mentioned the YouTube, uh, sometimes on TikTok. We're everywhere, so make sure to go follow us and uh, get all of our thoughts. Come hang out in the live chat of all the live streams. That would be really cool as well. Also, we mentioned this on Sunday show, but I'm going to shout it out again here. If for some deranged reason we show up in your Spotify wrapped as one of your top podcasts, or your Apple year in review thing. I forget what Apple calls it. Uh, take a screenshot of that bad boy. Tag us on social media. And we will get some of our uncontested stickers mailed out to you. Uh, I've only got about like 20 envelopes I got to address and fill with stickers tonight. So uh, I will be busy for a while. But we want to send you stickers uh, for all the love this year. So make sure that you guys send that over. JD, have I missed anything? No, I think it's time to get to the drumming. Let's get to the drumming. The uh, the ass whipping, the beat down. Uh, what other superlatives do we want to use here? 
Um, I just wanted to say the Lakers stink. <laughs> the Lakers got the doors blown off of them tonight in Oklahoma City as the Thunder win 133 to 110. Uh, Thunder come home from Minnesota, right the ship. Got to be honest, first quarter had me a little worried. It was ugly. I was a little worried after that first quarter. Um, at the conclusion of that first quarter, the Thunder were down surprisingly only seven, 37 to 30. I believe Shea Gilgis Alexander had something like 16 points in the first quarter. Yep. After that, uh, I'm not great at math. They won the second quarter by 19. They won the third quarter by eight. They won the fourth quarter by three. 19 plus eight plus three is 30. Ooh, quick maths. If that's wrong, don't Holy correct it. We don't care. As the Thunder cruise to a 23-point win. Um, JD, we always start off these post-game podcasts with the theme of the night. Yeah. What is the theme of the night tonight? I think the theme is uh, this was the Thunder hitting on all cylinders. And, or that this is the fully realized version of this young iteration of the thunder this is what they would look like i think you look at the scoring distribution look at the pace they played at the way they defended it was just i mean after that first quarter they came back and won the second quarter 42 to 23 and just never took their foot off the gas and it looked incredible it was like every time you think like man we need something here someone was there whether it be Isaiah Joe, who had a great game, Cason Wallace, who had a great game, all the starters I thought played well. Like this was just an ass kicking on all fronts. From top to bottom. And again, the Lakers had a phenomenal first quarter, but they end the game. The Thunder hold the Lakers to 44% shooting, 33% from three. Uh, Lakers do take 10 more free throw attempts, uh, 32 to 22. JD. Uh, something that the biased media won't tell you is the Thunder out-rebounded the Lakers 48-41 to and had one more offensive rebound tonight. And it looked to me like an effort thing. Like, pretty clearly it looked like an effort thing. Like, the Thunder just looked young and fast. The Lakers looked old and slow. And it was so, so yes. clear, especially after the first quarter, because they were relying, the Lakers were, like, relying on their physicality, and they were getting a Pretty damn favorable whistle, I'll say, for most of this game. Didn't matter. The Thunder are way more talented, I think, top to bottom. 100%. Uh, when you when you break down some of these other team stats, okay, so the Thunder out-rebound 48-41, to out-assist the Lakers 29-24, to uh, beat them 9-6 to in steals, 6-2 to in blocks, three of which came from Isaiah Joe, who we'll say again in a second. Just a yeah. dude. Um, Lakers had 14 turnovers. Thunder only had nine. Thunder had 26 fast break points to 12, 54 points in the paint to 38. Um, we also beat them in the fouls, 24 to 20 on fouls. Uh, largest lead of the night for the Thunder, 23. Largest lead for the Lakers, 14, which was in that first quarter. Um, I mean, I had seven total turnovers. The Thunder? Yeah. They only have seven turnovers. Uh, where where is turnovers at? Why am I nine? I got nine here on ESPN.com. Okay. I need to refresh ESPN and mine shows seven right now. But they had four in the first quarter. Yeah. So and they, they just took really good insane. care of the ball. Um Anthony Davis had a great night. Eleven of eighteen, fourteen rebounds, two assists, two steals, thirty-one points, 
but was a minus 12 on the night. There was not a single Laker who was in the positive and plus minus. Quick trivia question, JD, if you're not already looking at it. Hmm. Who had the worst plus minus for the Lakers tonight? Um, is it LeBron? Like, is that just is that too easy? It is not LeBron. LeBron was a minus eighteen. Hmm. What about Austin Reeves? It would be Austin Reeves. And twenty nine minutes was a minus twenty three. Got absolutely sunned by Shea Gilgis Alexander. In the words of the prophet Nicholas Crane. He made him look like a little boy. <laughs> the Thunder are unafraid to match up hunt. I and, love it. And there were a lot of matchups to hunt. Mm-hmm. Even even Chet. The Lakers have, have nobody to guard SGA. Even Chet on Anthony Davis a few times, taking him one-on-one, doing like pull-up jumpers, turnaround it. jumpers, Jada attacking LeBron. Like They are unafraid. You absolutely love to see it. Hey, as we continue to go through the, the post-game coverage of this one, those of you tuning into the live stream tonight, if you would like to, drop some questions over there in the chat. JD and I would love to get to them uh, as we move on through the game tonight. Uh, this game recap tonight. So, JD, you said the theme of the game is just the Thunder clicking on all cylinders, everybody contributing, the defense, the fast-paced offense. Um, still going to pass it over to you. Uh, we we kind of talked about what that looked like. We talked about some of those bigger stats. Uh, another theme you want to talk about, or is there a, a particular player you would like to talk about? I kind of want to talk about Isaiah Joe. Let's uh, do it. I he is so impactful. He is so much more than a shooter, and he is a phenomenal shooter. All of his I tweeted tonight from the account. All of his threes just feel important. They all they all feel like they come at the right moment. Uh, like Gandalf shows up. Uh, what's the line? Shows up on time. The wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Yeah, it's like in my head, I'm like, damn, the Thunder could really use a three right now. And then there's Kaysen immediately, or not Kaysen, Isaiah Joe, immediately after. Um, he's incredible. Three blocks tonight, one of those being on Anthony Davis at the rim. Um, yeah, a behind, uh, come from behind block. Yeah, he's just so much more than a shooter. And uh, it's a. He's really proving that this year, too. He is. Uh, the definition of a luxury off the bench because the Thunder are paying him close to the minimum. The minimum, they're not. He's, like, he's he's getting a bag whenever he's up. He's building like for a, sure. He's built. He's beginning to build a six man of the year case. At one hundred percent tonight, Isaiah played twenty minutes, was a plus nineteen, ten points on four of eight shooting, only two of six from three. He's been kind of cold from three lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, five rebounds, a steal, and then, like we mentioned, those three blocks I thought were just massive. He has really, really focused in on his defense in order to stay on the court and to be a well-rounded player. And it this year, it is really, really popping. We talked about this on last night's show, and it is true again tonight. Kaysen Wallace gets the sixth man minutes. He's he's playing the most minutes off the bench. Yeah. But Isaiah Joe is very clearly to me uh the sixth man role of the team. He's the guy that comes in, uh plays the most with the starters, uh and sc- like scores, just impacts the game all over. Not to say Kaysen doesn't. Yeah. But uh Joe has just been so 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 important to this team. If you would have told me 12 months ago that Isaiah Joe would be one of the most important players on this team, I wouldn't believe you. No, and he honestly, his mentality of just get a bucket is 
is really helpful at times because you and I have had conversations off the pod that the Thunder get a little like pass happy. It's like they're searching for the best possible look on every possession sometimes. And Isaiah Joe doesn't care. It, like he cares. He's not going to take bad shots, but he is more willing to, you know, pump fake from three, take a couple dribbles, take a mid range shot. And he's, he's not going to just, he can accept a good look. And you need that sometimes. Like it's, it's good. Just like shoot the ball. Sometimes I wish other guys would shoot it more quickly. And Isaiah Joe is just ready at all times. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, another guy that's been kind of cold from three is Chet Holmgren. One of six from the three-point line tonight. Yeah. Still finished eight of 15. Now, I'm not great at math, but that means if he was one of six from three, he was seven of nine from yeah. inside the three-point line. Uh, for Pretty 18 good. points, five rebounds, and assists, two steals, no blocks tonight. Um, Chet just continues to prove that he is the second-best player on this team. I'm always shocked at how good of a play finisher he is or a finisher around the rim that he is just, he could see that he could notice that the three wasn't falling. So he was taking guys like Anthony Davis off the dribble, spinning around him, making it like acrobatic layups or finding a shot that he wasn't taking as much against Gobert uh, over the weekend in these mid range shots. And I saw one early, and I was like, oh, I hope, hope he keeps going back to that. And he did. And it's a good shot for him. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, he's also had some like insane drives. Uh, the body control on the drives, the fluidity of this kid at seven one is just—it's it, it, not supposed to be like that. No, it no. is absolutely not supposed to be like that. Um, I, I still thought Chet had a good night. Uh, really, I kind of want to talk about all the starters, Silva, because I think they all played well. Um, yeah. Lou Dort tonight kind of got back on track a little bit offensively. Had twelve points on five of nine shooting, two of five from three. It was like forty percent from Lou. All season long, seven mm-hmm. rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block, just chipped in a little bit everywhere. What impressed me the most with Dort tonight um, was the finishing at the basket and the aggressiveness. He had some great drives and was like full speed at the basket and finished like very softly, um, finished over guys. An encouraging sign, uh, especially the fact that he was taking like easy shots and shots mm-hmm. that were there. He did take one like off the dribble midi pull up. And I was like, uh, bro, that ain't your game. Don't I groaned do that. from the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's how much you want. Yeah. Lou and Kenrich, but we're talking about Lou. They're like tone setters 
on offense. Like they get everyone moving like Lou just full sprint driving to the basket. Um, I feel like he makes other guys pick up their pace as well. And yeah. playing at a high pace against the Lakers is a good idea. I think they, t- using up. the term tone setting is good. I, I think back specifically, I don't know when the play was, but J-Dub had the ball in transition and dropped like a little no-look drop-off pass to a Dort that was just like streaking down the court. Yeah. J-Dub was ahead of him and just kind of dropped it off and let Dort go finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, really impressive stuff. Yeah, I agree. Good stuff um, I, I'm, I'm saving the top two for last. Uh, okay. So let's go to Josh Giddy next, who only played 21 minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dort played 28. Holmgren played 28. Um, the only bench player that played more than Josh tonight was Kaysen Wallace at 22. Uh, but, J.D., I thought Josh's best game in a while. not all season, um, I mean, he did have four turnovers tonight. That's not great. But mm-hmm. if not all season, um, one of his best games recently he ended uh, 50% from the floor, 40% from three, 100% from the free throw line, 14 points, eight rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Uh, I mean, you know Josh is limited defensively, but I thought specifically, and you mentioned this earlier, intentionally hitting the glass, I felt like Josh was very aggressive trying to get defensive rebounds and, for that record, like offensive rebounds tonight. Yeah. Um, and then made the shots he was supposed to, uh, two of five from the three-point line. I like seeing the aggressiveness of the shot from three. Mm-hmm. Um, they left him open, so he pulled the trigger. I thought getting to the free-throw line early kind of got him in uh, a little bit of a shooting rhythm. He saw the ball go through the hoop a few times. Um, was good attacking the basket. I, I liked what I saw from Josh tonight. Yeah, I did too. I, I think he looks he looks pretty good. There is some like sloppiness with Josh right now. That could be for a number of reasons, obviously. On the court, he was already kind of struggling. Like it looked like he was having a slow start to the season and with the team being really good and him not necessarily being a main contributor to that level of success, you could kind of, you could see it messing with his confidence and it would make sense that it would mess with his confidence. So we saw his minutes go down and then uh, the off, off the court stuff is happening obviously. And that has to weigh on him as well. Um, so yeah, it's good to see him. Maybe he is going to get, you know, less than 30 minutes a game for a while while he, gets back in rhythm and figures some things out. And I think this is a good, this was good from Josh tonight, 21 minutes of efficient basketball. There were maybe one, three. I wish he would have taken that. He didn't, but you'll take two of five and five of 10 from the field and just being an above average rebounder, which is what he was all last season. Yeah. And and that's the big thing for me. All season has been the rebounding for him. Uh, We know he can be a good rebounder. So continue to do so. And the thing is, if he doesn't close, and he gets 22, 23 minutes a night. That's because there are other guys on the team like Cason Wallace and Isaiah Joe yeah. and Kenrich Williams who fit in really, really, really well. Yes. And that's, it, it's fine. Like Josh can still be a good player and not close games. Like that, that is, it's not a zero sum game. It's fine. Agreed. Um, J Dub tonight, Silva, 29 minutes. Uh, I thought just really, he struggled a bit in Minnesota. He mentioned uh, just kind of tired legs coming mm-hmm. back after a week or two off. Uh, ends tonight, 8 of 13 from the floor. Only 1 of 4 from 3. The three-pointer still a little flat, a little short. 4 of 5 from the free throw line. But this stat line, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 block, uh, 0 turnovers. And guarded LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like most of the time he was on the court. 
Um, I mean, J-Dub showed us who he is tonight. Uh, glad to see him back. And if if you have the trio of Shea, J-Dub, and Chet all kind of finding their stride together and playing off of each other, what what do you even, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, and, dude, J-Dub is so good. And they're like the, it's like the perfect fit with those three play styles. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, J-Dub was really good. Really good. And I saw him talk. I saw he and LeBron talking a bunch, like after plays, uh, during free throws. And it's like, what are, what are they talking about? Is LeBron like, hey, man, you're really good at basketball. He's like, I know. He just, he just <laughs> I looked, hope that's un- a conversation. He looked, he looked unafraid of the LeBron assignment, which is really cool because I, I assume a lot of players would not be afraid, obviously, but it's like it's LeBron. You get a little starstruck. Uh, from that, but he was fantastic. Definitely. Um, I thought he just, he looked so fast tonight. The first step off the dribble, just blowing dudes off the line. Again, the Lakers don't really have anybody to guard J-Dub either. Mm -hmm. I mean, who was on him most of the night? It was like Austin Reeves guarded him a little bit. I think uh, D'Angelo Russell guarded him a little bit. Yeah, Those guys don't stand a chance. No, and I can tell like his handle this season has been a little off. There's also, we also kind of know there's like a, we saw, he posted an Instagram picture of like a hand thing. So maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's why I don't know. There's not been nothing. Here you go. Connor B mentioned Max Christie. I forgot about Max, Max Christie, Christie. Uh, who just got cooked by everybody he guarded tonight. He did. Godspeed, yeah. Max Christie. Uh, kind of bearing the lead. Uh, the, the face of the franchise, JD, I think right now is a clear cut top three MVP candidate is a no-brainer first-team all-NBA guard once again. Shea Gojus-Alexander tonight, 33 points on 11 of 18 shooting. Uh, Only one of four from the three-point line. That uh, one was a nasty step back in the first quarter. Was. 10 of 10 from the free-throw line. Four rebounds, seven assists, a steal, and zero turnovers. The zero turnovers is the most insane thing there because the Lakers obviously game plan to stop SGA. There were a lot of times where SGA would drive. Everyone would collapse. He would do some insane footwork and find an open guy every time. And I I don't know how. It's like unbelievable to watch uh, SGA. He is so skilled and like in control of every possession. And I don't It's like he doesn't... I'm you can't keep him away it. from his spot. He gets to whatever shot he yeah. wants, whenever he wants to get there. I uh, I think um, the, the dunker spot guys always say that he is a walking paint touch, and that is very true. He can just get wherever he wants at any time, and defense collapses. Swing, swing, swing. There's someone will be open. It's incredible. Uh, what tonight was game 18, right? I think so. Okay. Uh, stats have not updated yet. Then for SGA on NBA.com. I don't believe so anyways. Uh, give me one second. Let me refresh this page and see. Um, yeah, because has only missed one game. So yeah. uh, NBA.com has him at 16 games played right now. Uh, the stats should update soon. But he's going to improve on his 30 points, uh, 30.5 points, 6.0 rebounds, 6.1 assists. Uh, he's going to improve on that. 
and his field goal percentage before tonight on the season was 53.8. That will go up. His free throw percentage was at 94%. That will go up. Um, I mean, Silva, at, at this point in the season right now with what Shea is doing, I still think like Jokic and Embiid maybe like edge him out, but after Jokic and Embiid, based on where the Thunder are at in the standings, based off what they are doing, I, I don't know if you can put somebody else at number three in the MVP voting ahead of him. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think like Luca and Jason Tatum are always in that conversation. Um, I don't I don't think Jason Tatum has the efficiency or the like like the efficiency to get that award. I think the Celtics would have to be by far and away like the best team. It would be a best player on the best team situation for them. Um, I just think SGA. Did you just say best team on the best player? Probably. Best <laughs> I don't know if you did or not, but that's what my brain is telling me yeah, right now. Probably so. Um, no, I think I don't know. I'd have to dive into the stats, but I think the top three in MVP is is pretty consistent. I think that's there's a good chance he finishes top three. And he's he's first team All NBA again. It's like no question. It, it's it's not a question at all. I mean, he is he's insane, dude. What other guards are better than SGA? Steph. I don't know if I put Steph over him right now. I don't know with how the Warriors are playing. Yeah. I mean, what's Steph's stats? Um, Steph is twenty nine point seven points, forty eight percent from the field. 43.5% from three on 12 attempts a game is stupid. Uh, five rebounds, four assists. I mean, Silva, Shea leads the league in steals per game. Your all-defense take is aging better and better. I mean, he is... He is insane. He's so good. And I, every like player comparison I think of for SGA is insane, and I, so I feel like I can't say it out loud. <laughs> but who do you... I don't know. There's there's no one else like him right now. In the Not NBA. like comparing like greatness, but style of play. Like yeah. there's a lot of Kobe in there. It's it's the Kobe Michael Jordan thing. Yeah, I mean the the ISO mid range pull ups uh, that are just completely unguardable, getting wherever he wants on the floor. It is very Kobe, Michael Jordan, body control like style of play. I'm not saying he's as good as Kobe or Michael. Right. We'll we'll save that conversation. We'll put a we'll put a little tab there and we'll come back in like three or four years. Yeah. But he's and I mean Kobe won uh didn't Kobe win a defensive player of the year? Kobe was all defense a lot. Jordan won did. defensive player of the year. Yep. Like the style of play is similar. It is. It it's is very it similar. is undeniable. Yeah. Um couple more questions I got for you before we get out of here, J.D. Mm -hmm. Uh, First one. Anybody besides the starters and Isaiah Joe, who we mentioned, uh, that deserves some talk? Yeah. Uh, Kaysen Wallace, once again, showing up. Dog. Doing his blue-collar work, going home. 22 points. uh, 22 minutes, I'm sorry. 10 points on 4 of 7 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Uh, that lowers his 3-point percentage. Fifty Shooting 50% lowers his 3-point percentage. Uh, 3 rebounds and assist, a plus 19 on the night. Uh, 7 shots, I love. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he could be more aggressive. I agree. He's kind of the... Um, what I was talking about with Isaiah Joe. 
where yeah. Kaysen always wants to take like the perfect shot or find the perfect shot instead of just firing away. He's obviously talented. Shoot. I agree. Uh, anybody else from the bench you want to talk about real quick before I get to my final question of the night? Um, No. We saw Lindy, and I thought he was fine. He was fine. Uh, Thunder currently in third in the West, uh, but it is so early in the season. Um, Minnesota's first. The Nuggets are second, a game and a half behind. Thunder are third, two games behind. Uh, Dallas is fourth, two and a half behind. This is fifth, three behind. Kings come next, three and a half. Lakers after that, four. Pelicans at four and a half. Houston at five. Clippers at five and a half. Warriors at six. So it's all very, very, very close. It is. But, J.D., um, Lakers currently uh, 11 and nine on the season. They are seventh in the West, six and four in their last 10, uh, four and seven on the road. Where would you peg the Lakers? Uh, you've got the Lakers have played 20 games, so they are about 20% no, 25% through the regular season. Mm-hmm. At the quarter way mark, where would you peg them at? Uh, they, I mean, to me, they look like a play-in team. I would I agree. I don't know like exactly where. It could be the eight or nine, seven. There's just, I don't know. I've I've said on this podcast before, that the Lakers just get kind of just get the benefit of the doubt. You know, we had the McMahon are the Lakers really going to lose to the Nuggets thing last year that they got swept. Um, Lakers exceptionalism. Lakers is exceptionalism is on. If you listen to the low post, this most recent one, similar thing at the end of there. Um, yeah, I just don't see a uh, highly competitive team here. And I'm sure they're going to make some trades. That always happens. They'll trade D'Lo and whoever else uh, for... Someone they'd, they'd sell their souls for a let middling me. nobody. They would. Okay, so let me ask you this: Lakers currently eleven and nine on the season. Mm-hmm. You kind of know what their roster construction looks like. You've seen them play the Thunder. Clippers currently eight and nine, played three games less, which is wild. Uh, Clippers are playing as we are talking right now uh, down. What is this? Uh, 17 to the Warriors uh, with five minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, Warriors playing without Chris Paul, without uh, Gary Payton the second. And I want to say without somebody else, but I can't remember. Um, Wiggins. Yeah. Smashed his finger in the car door. (laughs) Did he really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Which LA team finishes higher in the standings? Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling, I know it's so early, but I'm feeling kind of good about that Clippers pick that the Thunder owns this year. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of these. I, th- I think I talked to you about this recently. I'm tired of these like teams that has been thrown together with no continuity with a bunch of dudes past their prime. Heart, and, and, then, and then acting like they are, you know, playoff competitors. Like, be serious. You see that that picture that that was going around around Thanksgiving of the turkey and like the silver like tin foil bucket <laughs> yeah. thing that was just like burnt black. Yeah, it's James Harden. Just it is James Harden. He's completely cooked. Um, most, I mean, like Paul George still looks still looks good. Kawhi is 
Kawhi in a way very ball dominant and not in the best way at this point in his career. Yeah, I'm just not. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to get excited about those teams if I were a fan. What? So which one finishes higher? <laughs> um, I I guess the I probably the Lakers. Who would you rather see the Thunder see in a playoff series? Wow, prop probably the Lakers. Still, I think I'm with you. I I just think that the Clippers at least have like more more of their talent in the wing area. Mm-hmm. So at least that would be able to be you know more useful against the yeah. Thunder, but. If I, mean, I have Max Christie, I mean, and granted, like the the Lakers have some guys that are injured, right? Who are going to play big roles, like Jared Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. and Gabe Vincent, Rui Hachimura. Yeah. Um, still, I, I mean, I think I'd rather have the Lakers too, for being honest. And also, also if if it is the Clippers, you think we're not targeting James Harden on like every oh, play? Oh, put him in the pit. I. I watch Reggie Jackson isolate that yeah, man. Like, ten, like target him, get the switch, and isolate him ten straight possessions the other night. Thirty-three year old Reggie Jackson. What do you think Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to do to that man? He's going to make him quit and fly out to Vegas to the strip club after game one, dude. I'll put him in the slow cooker. I'll be over. put him in the sl- dude. Not even the slow cooker. Like drop him in the in the turkey fryer. Just cook <laughs> that man and let it be finished. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on this game? Um, no. Lakers are unserious to me as currently constructed. Agreed. Hey, you want to know something? Yeah. This game tonight, this win, was my money ball of the week, baby. I lost. I, I predicted an L. <laughs> I was can the I only get, one that predicted an L. Can I get my money ball sounder, please? Yes, you can. That's not the sounder. Oh, did we decide it? It's it's not this. That's what you've been playing. <laughs> hey, a uh, uh, little, uh, little inside baseball here real quick before we log off. Silva and I will have a new sounder ready for Sunday. Don't tell the other hosts. Don't mention it to Taylor or Justin or Nick. Straight gas. It will be gas. Can't it will wait. be gas. Um, I think it's time for us to uh, to log off for the night, JD. Yes, you're right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Uncontested Podcast post-game. Where the Thunder beat the Lakers like a dog. 133 to 110. What the dog doing? Uh, dying, that's what he's doing. Thunder are back in action. A later tip Saturday night against Luka Doncic. Uh, the conspiracy theorist himself, Tyree Irving, and the Dallas Mavericks. We will not be live after that game. Instead, we will cover that one Sunday night for our weekly stream. So make sure you join us Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time. If you haven't got on the live stream yet, I would encourage you to do so. It's always a blast. Uh, Come join the community. It's a lot of fun. We will talk to you here in, uh, what is that, like three days from now? Happy holidays. Thunder up. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, 
Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.